It's your broadcasting fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It's a great Friday. Good Friday. Good to talk about fashion and shoes. I'm very excited. We're talking about shoe trends today. All right, so we've talked about this before here on the show, but I want to dig a little deeper about the shoe trends, in particular sneakers. Now, shoe trends, heels, flats, bedazzled, simple, strappy, chunky, all of that, you know, they kind of come and go. But sneakers, I realize, they're kind of like jeans. They're always reliable. They're always going to be, I I think, a staple in your closet, at least one pair. And I know people, by the way, that say they never wear sneakers. I used to be one of those people. Not really, but I wear sneakers more often than I used to, put it that way. I used to be only for the gym or a workout. Now it's definitely more. It's... um, Probably every couple of days, usually. At some point, I have a sneaker on my foot. Even if I'm changing, I'm working, I'm wearing a heel, and then I'm changing and going to do a workout or just running around or traveling. That's my big thing now is a comfortable sneaker for travel, but a comfortable non-athletic sneaker. So lots of different styles to choose from that are on trend right now. And it seems to be that more... Uh, they're calling it the ugly sneaker trend, and I have to say, I'm I'm embracing it. I love it. Um, some of them are very more futuristic looking, kind of I call it space age or almost scuba like sneaker, like the pair I just bought. Um, and I like these. I have to say, it's something fun. It's different. It doesn't have to be unless you need it, obviously, for a specific event. So for running or for biking or for some sort of cross training, I get it. We're setting that aside for a minute, okay? Not for the – this is strictly for comfort, walking around, travel, just a sneaker to to wear. Um, And I like the fact that they're kind of futuristic looking. Uh, Louis Vuitton, for example, did – a sneaker. It just it just came out. So it was on the runway, I believe, last fall. It's now in stores. I have to say I have my eye on it. And it's, of course, extremely expensive, especially for a sneaker. Uh, so I, did, I have not purchased it. And I don't think I will unless I find some sort of sale <laughs> at some point. Um, but I do love it. It's very weird looking. It's, uh, my husband doesn't like it. I said, I, I said, you know, it's growing on me and growing on me. Every time I look at it, I think I really, really want it. It's quite odd looking. It has the lines in it. It's the lines. The lines are kind of, they kind of go up and down, like where your arch is. It's just hard to explain. And it's a chunky sneaker, very like heavy on the foot. Uh, it's not for everyone. That's for sure. Um, but I like that there is something for everyone in terms of what's on trend. So, you know, the ugly sneaker trend, not for the faint of heart. Um, No minimalistic sneakers anymore. We're seeing less and less of that kind of disappear. But styles to keep your eye on are this chunky, um, the kind with like a heavy bottom, a heavy sole, a heavy heel. So things like, talk about some trends, the dad sneaker trend. Now, this was a trend that was popular last year. It continues into this year. Um, it's basically just uh, an almost like an old school sneaker. Think of a Reebok, maybe a Nike, uh, a New Balance. They're usually white on white, and this, this, the name of it is the 
dad sneakers. <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand with the mom jeans, right? <laughs> um, so that continues from last year. I'm seeing a lot of people in the fashion industry wear this trend, which is interesting with like a, a skirt. Very interesting. Um, I'm not there yet, but. Uh, another trend right now is neutral colored sneakers. So neutral, so hue st- neutral hue styles are definitely growing in popularity. It's a great alternative to a white, and I have seen a lot of this. I was just in the new Nike store in Soho in the city, and I did see. I, I even picked up a pair of. They were sort of that light pale pink, kind of a neutral bl- blushy. I want to call it like a beige pink sneaker. It was a very light colored. It was really pretty, I have to say. Really pretty, real uh, lovely. And I thought, I'll get this dirty, you know, and I want, I don't like dirty sneakers. <laughs> I thought, you know, if I'm wearing this to travel and running around the city and days when it's rainy or messy out, this will be dirty, you know, after like my third wear. And then it will bother me that it's dirty. And then it'll get to the point where I'm like, why did I buy this light color sneaker? So I put it back. Uh, the sneaker I did get, however... I just showed picture to Bob, and Bob, what did you think of it? It's just like a style that I was looking for, and and it it's got me looking now in my phone to find the one I'd found and show you and get your opinion about. It. And okay. I can't find it. Okay, Ugh. all right, you'll find it. I know. Um, yeah, this one I bought. So I want to tell you. So it's Nike Hirachi City. So the Hirachi has been out for a while. Mm. Now this is the City version, which basically comes up a little higher on the ankle. So it comes probably right up to my ankle bone. It has two Velcro straps. I unhook them and slide it on. And when I slide on this sneaker, so there's no laces, it fits to me like a like a scuba shoe or like a, you know, those sl- socks you wear in the water. Oh. You know what I mean? And the vi- and it looked like a Velcro crisscross, too. Yes. The Velcro crisscrosses across my ankle. Mm. And that's how it's... But it, even if I put it on without tightening the straps, it's on. It's like, you know, it's on. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, um, but and then the straps just kind of secure it. But I love it, I have to say. I love the way it looks on my foot. I also have this weird thing with my feet and my ankle, the, the proportions, almost like my wrists. So I have very tiny wrists and tiny little ankles to the point where, uh, as a kid, I always felt like I had olive oil ankles, very, like, skinny, scrawny. <laughs> However, when I put a big, chunky shoe on it, I like how it looks. I know this sounds weird, but I like the, the sort of juxtaposition of a big, chunky shoe and then a skinny little ankle. It's, I, I don't know why, but I do. I like it. Okay. And so uh, my husband said, well, I guess that's better than a thick chunky ankle and a thick chunky shoe (laughs) would be the opposite so I don't know but I I like how it looks so this is my new sneaker I haven't worn it yet just got it and I'm very excited about it but this is going to be my travel shoe so this is what which is different for me I'm normally uh, the fan of getting a little bit more dressed up when I travel I like the old days when people wore little white gloves and hats to travel ladies wore dresses now I'm not doing that because it's not very practical and I'm certainly not in heels that's not very comfortable especially if you're flying and my feet tend to swell when I fly um but I like this sort of athleisure trend can you get in and out of them quickly quickly yes all right but for you talking about for the airport security yes uh I've got that under control oh I don't don't have to I don't have to I have the uh fast I have everything you could get 
to go faster. Oh. So I have the uh, the one with the fingerprint. What is it called? The um, oh, I see. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the uh, I can't believe I'm. Well, it's a high like, high security thing. Yeah, yeah, Currents. I've done that. I've mm. done that. And then through, I'm a frequent flyer with JetBlue, which is usually where I'm flying, and with American. Uh, uh, not American, Delta, sorry, with Delta. So Platinum members there and Mosaic members with J- with uh, JetBlue. And so we have the fast pass lane. We have the one with the security where you don't have to take off your shoes, your coat, or your hat usually. And then we just got clear. Have you heard about that? I'm totally no. off topic here for a minute. It's a n- new thing that's becoming more and more popular in most of the airports, and I do believe it's going to be everywhere soon. Um, we fly in and out of JFK quite a bit. So for us, it made sense. It's yet another fast. So I said, well, do we need it if we have all this other stuff? And apparently they said yes. So and it, it was relatively inexpensive for the year. Uh, my husband joined, and then as a second member, I was like half price. And uh, so, so what, we did it. what part of the process do you skip because you've got this? Well, you get ahead of the line is what happened, the security part. Oh. Yes. So, because even with the other stuff I have, I have to wait in line usually. There's a separate line for the people that have the same thing I have that have the, um, and I, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it, the the, the uh, part that you get to go in the speed pass lane. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you still have to wait in line. It's just not as long as everyone else. Well, this thing, they usher you right to the front, almost like you have your own line. Wow. At, at least that's been my experience so far. So far, we'll see. And again, not every airport has it, but JFK does. And so I thought, well, that makes a lot of sense. So, yes. So I don't take off my shoes at the airport, (laughs) which I'm very happy about, I have to say. Yeah, we've done, we did that a couple of years ago, and it was one of the best things we could do. So, anyway, uh, so that's my sneaker of choice now for travel. I like something that's a little fun or a little funky. I have another pair that's got sort of crystals on the top of it it's again it's not an athletic shoe but it is a sneaker and i'll pair it you know i always try to dress the sneakers up so i'm not in like i don't look like i'm in my pajamas or sweatpants but i'll be in sort of a fun moto legging or a fancier legging a shirt and a denim jacket or or a leather jacket or something and kind of pull it all together um another trend that i'm loving right now are I'm calling it, this is my word, boot sneakers. So it's a chunky style, again, that kind of resemble a combat boot or a hiking boot. It's kind of, if you marry the two together, I have to say I absolutely love, love, love this trend. And uh, I just found a company, I found it on social media, actually, it's called Eerie, I-R-I, that makes exactly what I'm talking about. So it's kind of a little space age, a little combat, a little hiker, all blended together, they have sneakers and they have boots. You found it. Yes. I love that. Now, what brand is that? One Mix. Oh. One Mix. One Mix. Yeah. Now, that looks like a hybrid to Chinese me. Chinese made, I guess. It look, you, you're going to get that pair in red? I, I don't know. I, they, they also have it in, in a light gray, which I like would it. be a little less uh, outrageous. <laughs> right. This, Bob's looking at a red sneaker, and it is red, and it's got some black it's, on it. It's a boot, basically. It's a boot. With one leather strap, Velcro strap, right. across the top. Right. Otherwise, it's 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 uh, it's like this knit sneaker design, yes. but made into a boot. Right, like that fly knit. I think Nike calls it a fly knit, which okay. I have. Yes, mm-hmm. very. I lo- I have a pair of those, which I love. It's very lightweight knit. 
Right. I like them, Bob. I approve. <laughs> and I do think you should get them, and we have to talk about them when you wear them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the light gray is, is less. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I do like the light gray. Little, little Although I was all fav- I'm in favor for the red as red, well. Yeah, I know. The, the red really is what caught my eye to start yeah. with, i got to admit. Yeah. I have to say, you can't that, go wrong with either one. You think? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the gray, listen, the gray is definitely more practical. It's gray. It's a neutral. Yeah. Right. The red or something about the red, I got excited when I saw the red. I did like the red. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me, I like color. So um, so you're going to slide that on and it's one Velcro strap and you're done. Yeah. So this is what I mean. So this is what the trend is. It's kind of a hybrid between, I mean, Velcro, that was an 80s thing, right? So it's sort of old school meets new school meets, uh, you know, a, a mix of, of everything new. And this is now the sneaker trend that we're seeing, which mm. I like it. I like it. So we'll see. Well, I do too. All right. Well, uh, and then the other thing is the other category of sneakers that's on trend right now is throwback sneakers, which are, I can't believe I'm saying this, 80s and 90s. That's throwback, really? Come on. <laughs> this is my error. 80s and 90s. Oh, my gosh. 80s and 90s are considered throwback, and Nike and Reebok are doing their, it's like the Nike running shoe, which uh, is huge right now, with that big air bubble in the back of the heel. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's huge. Um, Reebok is doing, again, the ones, the high tops with the two double Velcro cross. Remember those? Oh, yes. That yep. went across your ankle? Yep. I came across those as I was looking through the. Yes, those are really, really hot. Yeah. So um, I'm not loving, you know, I had those before in the 80s and 90s. We're good. I need to move on. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind something coming back. Obviously, I wear you know bell bottom jeans all the time. However, I like it when it's a little. There's a little twist. You got to give me something new. You got to give me a little freshness. If we're doing an old take on something, we need to update it because otherwise, it's like. Well, but I did this already. I wore these for many years in the '80s and '90s. Yep, yep. Probably when I was only wearing sneakers. But then so. again, some people. I think uh, a shoe is is about comfort more than style. And okay. Because I know there are some people that have trouble finding a comfortable shoe. Yes. And uh, once they find it, they're like, okay, that's my style from now on because that always feels good. Right, right, right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You're right. The sneaker, again, it's like jeans, I feel like. It's kind of – it's about comfort. It's about style, but it's probably more about comfort than it is style, mm. I would guess, for most people. True. Most people. Yeah. Maybe fit, not obviously. you. <laughs> not me, definitely not. Because <laughs> I have worn jeans that are very uncomfortable and shoes that are very uncomfortable, but I just like how they look, so I go with it. There yeah, we go. I have. I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah. I'm guilty, and I shouldn't be guilty, but I, I, I know I am. I do that. And it's exactly what I tell my clients not to do. Like, if it's not comfortable, don't wear it, don't buy it, because you won't wear it. I have done that. I've been, But in my own defense, there have been times, I'm thinking of a particular pair of jeans, I'm thinking jeans now, where... It wasn't. It's they just weren't comfortable because of the. I think it was because they were really, really dark, dark denim, a black denim, and often black denim. The dye makes it very, to me, it's very itchy, kind oh. of irritable. Yeah, and it's. I know it's the dye because hmm. sometimes dark denim does it, but definitely black denim. It's kind of hard and a little more scratchy. Oh, because it's not washed. It's not pre-washed usually. Hmm. So I I bought a pair of jeans once and they were not cheap <laughs> and they're really cute they've got embroidered flowers down the leg super cute it's a little skinny jean i had them tailored so they were extra cropped so i could wear it with a pretty heel i wore them once and that was it <laughs> i'm going to wear them again but they're again they were just itchy and uncomfortable very stiff hmm. you know like the uh, yeah it wasn't i'm all about the pre-washed and the treated and the you know comfortable soft denim otherwise 
I can't I can't do it. So same thing with a shoe, I, I guess, although we know I've been guilty of that, you know. And, and with a shoe, sometimes it starts out like you try it on and it fits okay. It's not that it doesn't fit. I have the wrong size. It's just that over time you realize, well, this wasn't meant to wear. I mean, I think all women can relate to this. This shoe was not meant to wear for four or five, six hours. This shoe is meant to, I call them stand and pose shoes. Mm-hmm. They're meant for maybe an hour and you just stand and kind of pose or you're propped up on a, some sort of chair. Or if you're at a restaurant, it's, you know, or if you're out having cocktails, you're sitting, you know, on a, at, at the bar, maybe on a high top table and you're sitting basically. <laughs> and that's it. They're not meant for walking. They're not meant for wearing the, you know, the duration. So it happens. Uh, but anyway, so those are some of the sneaker trends that we're seeing. And I, again, I love it. I like that there's something different and there's something for everyone. Um, so we'll see what happens. So I, I'll have to up to you. I, I realized my sneaker collection is growing in the past probably two years. I used to have kind of like two pair because, again, I didn't wear them. And those two pair look brand new. I don't even want to say how many I have at this point, but I have a lot. And you wear point. them all the time. I do. I do. Yeah. I'm wearing them. I do. I wear them as much as I wear my other shoes, like heels. And again, for me, it's often more than one pair a day because I'm doing different things. Work, I'm never wearing sneakers when I work. Um, but there are times when I have to do something else, whether it's a workout or it's dance practice. So now I'm changing to a sneaker mm. to get back and forth to where I'm going. And usually by the end of the day, I end in a sneaker. Hopefully, <laughs> um, I just—it's another sign, I think, of of uh, how can I say this—the the growth of women in our society. Yeah, I, I think that you don't have to be dressed in heels all the time. Yes, uh, you can dress comfortably, however you'd like to dress. Basically. Yeah, and still be appropriate. Yeah, not look like you know. Oh gosh, she looks a mess, or you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I agree, and so. More choices, more offerings, something for, like I said, something for everyone. You don't have to do any of these trends. You could stick with your classic little white uh, tennis sneaker or whatever, and it's fine. And it's, you know, it's totally fine. I just think the point is to kind of make the effort and pull it all together, whether it's casual and you're in workout wear or it's something dressy. You've got options now, and you've got the choice to kind of pull it all together. So, all right, we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, H&M shoppers, you might want to listen to this one. They're having a very big problem. You don't want to miss this. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, H&M shoppers, listen up. 
if you don't know this by now, if you haven't paid attention to what's going on in the news, um, and it's been quite an issue. They have a very big problem. Retail fashion is definitely fast-moving, and apparently H&M is not keeping up because they've got a $4.3 billion problem of unsold clothes. So, Swedish retailer, uh, the signs of this began last year or the year before, this unexpectedly quarterly drop. Um, you know, and I think that, uh, okay, let's get to the company's chief executive said, well, it's because we've opened 220 new stores, expanding its e-commerce operations, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yes, of course that can contribute to a decline, but not, I think, not this big of a decline. Um, you know, for me, this is, and the critics, I agree with the critics, I should say, or the critics agree with me, (laughs) uh, they blame poor inventory management underwhelming product offerings absolutely 100 percent. i stopped shopping at h&m years ago because of exactly this and um once in a while i'll take a peek in there but it's only after if i'm looking for something very specific and i haven't found it anywhere else that might be like a last resort and i don't go so out nothing of- grabbed you when you went in there no nothing exciting no and it's been this way for a couple of years now i want to say at least three years mm. h&m used to always be on my radar just like Zara's on my radar, Top Shop's on my radar, all of these, uh, you know, what I call middle, I call it middle fashion. It's actually not. It's, a, it's a, just my own slang for it. It's, um, you know, retailers that are able to take trends off of, the, sometimes fast fashion, they call it, off of the runway, quickly reproduce them at a lower price point. And they do a great job doing it. It's really, you know, I think this is brilliant because it's something for everyone. And most people can afford that, uh, the masses, let's call it. So to me, that's the mall shopper, the people that you, because as we know, malls are declining. People that used to always go to a mall. I used to be a mall shopper. When I was a kid, I grew up. That's what we did. We went to the mall. And on occasions, we went to a boutique, usually for something special. Um, it's pretty much the other way around now. And I think stores like a Topshop, a Zara, an H&M, uh, all of these types of things, even uh, then, of course, we've got the online presence. That's that customer. So, um, yeah, they're dropping, dropping, dropping. And 62% in three months. I mean, that's pretty bad. Uh, however, let's get to this, what I consider a bigger problem, which, you know, it's, it's in the news now. It's in the fashion news now about how they're moving, quick, moving too quickly and they're probably going to be closing more stores. But let's back up. This was a story that came out in January. And uh, I'm still shaking my head going, I can't believe this, is, this, was, this even happened in this day and age. So they had to close their stores in South Africa because... Make sure I get all the details right. There was an image shown. uh, There was a black child modeling a hooded sweatshirt with an image on the front that said, Coolest Monkey in the Jungle. Two other sweatshirts were also jungle-themed but did not mention monkeys and were modeled by white children. So, obviously, do I even need to tell you what happened in South Africa stores? And, I mean, it was, like, horrendous. And they had to close the stores. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this even a thought in someone's mind yeah. that this would be okay? I yeah. don't, I, I mean, where do, who even thought, and even if one person said, oh, yes, let's do this, how many people work in the executive offices at H&M and all of those people were okay with it? The funny thing is the mom of this adorable little child, by the way, this showed a picture of this kid. The mom said that she absolutely was not offended at all. Her son actually modeled several other looks 
as well. And, you know, and okay, so she's not offended. That's, I guess, a good thing that she wasn't. But, I mean, come on. So I'm thinking, you know, there's more of a problem than, than we know of than, than just dropping sales. Because if they're making decisions like that, <laughs> you know, so I was like, wow, it's really, I found that quite disturbing. And I don't know how I missed this article, by the way. I came across it as I was doing my research for today's show. But this was back in January of this year that this happened. Unbelievable. I mean, it, it really, it just makes me shake my head, but... Again, it, it, it says to me that there are bigger problems that, you know, sales declining, well, it doesn't surprise me when you're making decisions like that, you know, so. Um, but, you know, that brings me to the question, you know, has retail shopping changed for you personally? Not just, well, yes, now I shop online because I think everybody does at this point. But how has it changed for you, I think? And maybe where should it go next? So I don't know. I'll, I'll give you my thought. Here's my thought on this, because I did think about this. You know me. I'm always going to be a gal that goes out and about and likes to touch it, feel it, try it on, see it in person, get the experience in the store, uh, the, the relationship with a, with a salesperson, hopefully, if they're good and they're nice, and so on. I will always love that. However, I like the fact that now I have the choice to buy something online. So, example, my new Nike sneakers. I did go to the store because I had to see them in person, but I saw them online first. Okay. I went to the store. So you did the shopping online, but the buying in the store. Yes and no. Shopping, I just came across them. I wasn't actually looking for them. I came across it. I don't remember how, but somehow I probably got redirected from something else, as I always do. And I went to the store. I said, well, I have to see these in person. Went to the store, tried it on for size because it said it was running small and I should go up in size. Good thing I did because I ended up taking my exact size. Oh. Um, so tried it on in the store. The store did not have my size. They had my size in another color and ended up purchasing the right size online. So I did both. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. see. But you know what was really good? When I was at the store, the girl, you know, they all walk around with iPads now, and they were so quick, oh, no problem, we can order it right now. Boom, boom, boom. There was a click of the button, and she basically did it for me. And by the time I left the store and, you know, went about my day and got home that night, I already had an email saying they're on their way. So it was really easy. What store was this? This is Nike. Oh. Yes, this all is right. the Nike store in the city. I was actually at the new one in Soho. So... So that's my thought. My thought is this. I think grocery stores should be sort of redefined. And I think your basic needs should all be bought online. So paper products, non-perishable. I think Amazon agrees with you. Yes. Because that's what they're doing at Whole Foods. But I think that fresh fruits and vegetables should still be available. I think we should have little farmer stands more and more. I Mm. do. So I think everything else you should buy online. But your fruit, your produce, um, maybe your meat and that kind of stuff should be bought by at like a, a farmer's market. I sh- think we should see more and more of those so we get fresh and we get all our other stuff online. What do you think of that? Interesting. Uh, I think somebody will do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, uh, we've got to run. So it's just something for you to think about. It's all about the throwback these days I'm talking about. Um, join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
You're listening to the Voice of Greenwich, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Engagement in Syria. U.S. diplomats banished. I'm John Trout. Two members of the U.S.-led coalition in Syria have been killed, at least one of them a U.S. service member who died as a result of an IED attack in Mambij, Syria. For 